Okay. Today's daf is daf chafei. Page twenty-five in Maseches Ma'id Cotton. As we get to get near the end of our beloved Maseches Ma'id Cotton, we are going to go back to the mission that we learned on the bottom of Chav Dalit on Bedbeis, just to allow our minds to get back into the sugya. Short Mishnah, two lines from the bottom of twenty-four B. We got a beautiful, fascinating daf. Hopefully, we'll have time to cover everything. Says the Mishnah, Ain Kairin. We do not tear Kriya in the usual fashion, as we said from the neck hold down. Nor do we tear the shirts off of our shoulders while carrying the Aran. And we also do not have a Sudas Havra'a, Ella Kairin Eshames. Rather, um, only, only for the relatives of the Mace, of the one who passed away. They are the only people who. Ha, who are involved in these processes. And we also do not have the Suda Savra except on the overturned bed that we said the Oval sleeps on. Okay? Simcha, that was just a Chazara from yesterday. Now we get to today's Daf. Says the Gemara. Is this true that only family members tear Kriya? But what if the person is a tremendous Talmud Chacham? Okay? It seems to imply that even if a person is a Chacham, only the family members tear Kriya. But is that true? Everybody's considered a relative. They all have a loss. He lost his Tyra. Rebbe's like a, like a father. So why does the Mish seem to imply only blood relatives? Says the Gemara, Do you mean that the Taka, like Mamish, a blood relative? No. Everybody is like his, his uh, Karev. Says, what does that mean? I call Kairin a love. Everybody tears Kriya. I call Everybody tears the shirt off their shoulders. I call Mavrim a love. Berachava. And everybody also has the Sudas Havra. So the bottom line is that we have this, uh, we have this contradiction. You're right. Our mission is only talking about where a person is not a Chacham. That's what we say only the family members are permitted to tear Kriya. But in a Chanami, if a person is a, is a Chacham, then even other people are permitted to, to be involved in the process. He's listening the Mishnah, the Kriya, the, the tearing off the shoulder, and the Suddha Sabra. Says the Gemara, the Adam Kasher, who, but if the, if the person is Adam Kasher, then there is clearly, and it says, and you have a double expression as we find the Torah, it means surely. There's surely a Chiyav, there's surely an obligation. To tear Kriya, the Tanakhun and Rabbaisa, Mepnei Ma Benaisa, Mepnei Ma. For what reason, Banavu Benaisa Shadam Mesim Kishahem Kitanim? What is a cause of a person's sons or daughters Chas V'Shalom to pass away young when they are Kitanim? Kedei Sheyivchav Yisabel Adam Kasher, so that he will cry over an Adam Kasher. In other words, it's really a message to a person to shape up in his life and know. Uh, which people to be following and which people to care about. Now, the Gemara is just going to focus for a moment and say, one second, Yibchevi is Abel. You're going to say, so he should cry and, and be in Avelis. How do you know it's going to work? Right? You're going to take a person's chasom, going to lose a family member, so that for a fact he's going to cry. What if he doesn't? So the Gemara says, no. So that the reason why a person's children passes away is because. He doesn't respect, care, get emotional enough about an Adam Kasher. Okay? When you have an Adam Kasher, when, as, as the Kutzker Rebbe would say, 
Vishinantom Levanacha Vidibartabam. What do your children learn? Vishinantom Levanacha. How do you teach your children? Vidibartabam. By what you speak about, when you sit in your house and you go on a, and you go on a trip. What, what's the topic of conversation? Are you speaking about important things? Are, you spe- are we speaking stories about G'daylam, about Adam Ksherim? Are we speaking about stupidity and even forbidden things? So the Gemara is giving us a very powerful message. The Bryce is giving us a powerful message. A person loses children to awaken him to the seriousness of life. Because you were not misabo when Nadam Kasher was gone, that means you don't understand why there is life in this world. Now, back to the bride. So, Shakala Baikhu Misabal Adam Kasher, anybody who does cry and gets into Avelus with loss of Adam Kasher, not only don't you have the extreme of losing a child, but Maikhlin Laya Kalabanaisav, Bishwil Kavaid Sha'asalai. To mechila for all the avirs because of the covet. What a beautiful thing that we find, and this is such a classic example of Yiddishkeit. We find this in the Shemitah year. A person who does not observe the laws of Shemitah, what happens? Severe loss. It says the land will vomit out Klal Yisrael if we don't keep Shemitah. If you do keep Shemitah, oh, incredible. You the bruches that come, incredible. There's no middle ground. There's no middle ground. It's not like, what if I don't do this? No. If you keep the laws, incredible. You don't keep the laws, terrible. As we're saying over here, there are certain things in life that we have to know as Yidin, there's no plateau. There's no middle area. It's either you're machshiv, the important things, and if you're not machshiv, the important things, by definition, we're a let's. By definition, we're, we're, if we don't respect it, by definition, we're, we're scorning it. So Gemara says, same type of answer. Okay, notice the Gemara here is asking a question. You see, even if a person is not a, necessarily a big top chacham, but if you don't, you're mechayiv to mourn. So my answer is, okay, you're right. If a person is on the kosher, to mourn. If a person is a chacham, to mourn. Our Mishnah, which says only the relatives is when the person who passed away was not on the kosher or a chacham. Okay. There's a halacha that if somebody's in a room when the, when the mace had passed away, He's obligated to your creed. The Tanakh is heading notice. He learned to the Bryce. Shimon Allah says, Shimon Allah says, Hoyamid Allah Mace Bashat Siyas Neshama, a person who's standing by the mace at the time of the Neshama leaving Chai of the Kriya, there's a Chiyuv of Kriya. Lamaza Daimia, what's it similar to? Lesefer Taira, Shen Isra, Avchas Vishalom, Yabesefer Taira, that gets burnt. And the person standing there, you see the Sefer Taira being burnt. Shechai of the Kriya. Kavachaymer, Ben Benaisha, Kavachaymer, how much more so? We see Sefer Taira get burnt, how much more so? Do you need a cry? Do you need a tear kriya? When a, you see a neshama leaving a yid, it's a sefer Torah that's being burnt. Where do we see this concept? The Gemara in Makkas. Powerful Gemara. The Gemara in Makkas says, Hani tipshoi, there are fools, the mekame lefrei sefer Torah, they stand up in front of it when a sefer Torah comes into a room, but they don't stand up lefnei tamil chacham. They don't stand up in front of a tamil chacham. The Gemara Mamish calls them a fool. Why am I folks? I stand up when I say for Torah, walks in when I say for Tamil Chacham. Torah says, what's the purpose of a Torah? For the Adam, for human beings. You have a person who's a living, breathing, say for Torah. It's, it's foolish that, it's not saying you're making a mistake. It's just saying the, you, you don't have the purpose of Torah. You're, you don't grasp the entire thing. And that's the Gemara here is saying. When a Neshama leaves a Yid, it's, it's the loss of a say for Torah in the world. Says the Gemara, 
It's like Kaihasam Bishasiyastasham. Again, same type of answer. Amisha is talking about a person who was not there at the time of the Nishama leaving. Period. Okay, so let's give a quick review. The Mishnah said only blood relatives are allowed to mourn. And what the Gemara just qualified that statement by saying, unless it was Tamakham, unless it was on the kosher, and unless you're there at the time of Yitzhiyas Neshama. Okay. Here we go. Let's get into some fascinating. Um, fascinating stories. When Rav Safra's nefesh rested, okay, when he passed away, the Rabbana did not tear Kriya on Rav Safra. Amri, they said, we didn't learn anything from this, from this guy. We didn't learn, we didn't learn from uh, Rav Safra. Omar Lu Abaye. Abaye said, one second, one second. Me Tanya Harav Shemesh, let's say when your Rebbe dies, Chacham Shemesh Tanya, Ba'id, and furthermore, call you Mishmaiti Babum, Ibn Bedrasha, we're always quoting him in the base Medrash, period. What just happened? Rasafra passes away, and the other Chachamim were not Chas Vashalom, as we say in our lingo, dissing. They were not disrespecting Rasafra, you know, but you know what they said? They thought the Brysa meant, when you tear Kriya over Tamil Chacham, it's Tamil Chacham that I learned Tyre from. But if I never learned Tyra from him, okay, so I don't tear Kriya. It's not, I didn't lose Tyra. I never met him. Comes along Abaye, Abaye says, no. It doesn't say to tear Kriya only on somebody who taught you Tyra. It says tear Kriya on a Chacham. Anybody who's a Chacham, you tear Kriya on. And furthermore, you did meet him because he's quoted all the time in the base Medrash. They said, okay, Beseder. No, Abaye is right. We should have torn Kriya, but we didn't. All right, so we didn't tear Kriya. Our loss is a loss. We lost out on the, uh, on the mitzvah. Amalu Abayi, Abayi says, Tanini, we learned in the Mishnah. Chacham. Excuse me. When you have a Talmud Chacham, goes mantra iskim behesbid, chayv lekreya. As long as we're involved in the hesbidim, chayv lekreya, there is a chiyav to tear Kriya, and therefore, since people are still giving hesbidim over of Safra, um, you should go ahead now and do the right thing at Tir Kriya. Several of the Mikra, the altars, they decide, okay, quickly, go, go, go get a knife so we can start our cut and pull it down. No, let's get going. Amar Abai, Abai says, Time to learn to the Chacham Kvaidai Behespedai. Okay? He says, the greatest time to Tir Kriya for a Chacham is during the, hesped, during the Hesped. So wait for somebody to give a Hesped, and then you will Tir Kriya. It's such a beautiful, such a, a, a beautiful incident. It's incredible. You have a bunch of young, we'll call it, Tamidei Chachamim, sitting around wanting to do the right thing. And they thought, they were. We're not going to tear Kriya because the Baisa says. They thought it was your Talmud Chacham. They missed, you know what I mean? But what happens? They were Zaycha. They had this chus to have Abaye amongst them. You see the importance of having people in your Chavra who are knowledgeable. Or knowledgeable. It was, seems like it wasn't like Abai is there to teach them. Abai is it. He was, they, they were converted. They, they thought to themselves, they were schmoozing, they're there, and Abai is guiding them along. Okay. <clears throat> they wanted to put a Sefer Taira on top of his Arain, on top of his coffin. Amalur Ev Kavit, Amalur of Chister, of Chister says, Mosad de Bechayil is Firale. Did, uh, did um, something that Ravuna himself felt was incorrect? Hashtalekum Levadle, are you going to go do it to him? 
And how do you know this? That he didn't agree with this uh, idea of putting a sefer Torah. Dama Rav Tachlifa, because Rav Tachlifa says, "Anoch hazis l'ravuna the boy lemesav a porye vavamanoch sefer Torah leyas." So Ravuna wanted to sit on his bed, but there was sefer Torah there. The kafkada har ara, and therefore he turned over a a pitcher. On the ground, and he put the sefer Torah on top of the pitcher so he could sit down. Alma, you see from here, kasavar that Ravuna holds aser leshev al gabe mita shes sefer Torah munachala. You're not allowed to lay down on a bed that a sefer Torah is sitting on, and there, therefore, it's also inappropriate for a sefer Torah to be laying on top of a coffin that a person is lying in. Okay, now. Um, the uh, what, what you have to explain over here is, you know, we know not to sit on a bench when there's farim on the bench, when there's kaddish uh, dikah things. So you might ask, but Ravuna sitting mamash on a bed over here, the sefer Torah is lying down, like on, either on the bot, on the mace, or on the coffin. Why is it the same thing? So you see from here, the underlying factor of the Torah is the is the covet that a person needs to have. So in their lifetime if they're going to have covered for the Sefer Torah, why would you put Ravun into a situation where he himself wouldn't want the Sefer Torah to be showing covered for him? That's, uh, that's the, the psychology over here. Um, Rav Papa, who was known to be, uh, he, sp- he says about himself, he was very obese. Okay? So they couldn't fit him through the doorway. Savur lishal shule derech gagin. So they decided to lift up his body through a hole in the ceiling and, um, and carry it out that way. Amalur of Chizr says, but, uh, I'm sorry, that was her papa. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Ravuna's different. I'm sorry. I don't recall saying that Ravuna was obese. That was her papa. Gamar and Tainus talks about her papa. So, for whatever reason, Ravuna's body didn't fit through the doorway. They wanted to lower through the roof. Amdur of Chister. Of Chister says, but we learned from Ravuna, proper to carry through the door. So they said, okay, let's, let's uh, see if we could, if we could uh, you know, squeeze it through. Amdur uh, says, you shouldn't move him from one coffin to a different coffin, to, uh, you know, a narrower one. And we should uh, and we should leave it. Now, how do we know that? Number of Yudah Marav. Yudah says the name of Rav. How do you know when you have a Talmud Chacham, his Iker Kavod, the main respect given to him, is from the first, uh, the first Mita, the first coffin. They put the Orin on a Agala Chadasha. Okay, on a on a uh, new wagon. What does it mean, new wagon? It means that they specifically made a wagon for the Aaron. So something that's uniquely made, it's like tailor-made, that's the one that's, that's most respectful. And we could, we could uh, understand this abyssal, you know, we can understand a little bit, like with our suits, so to speak, right? You make it special for me, when it's tailor-made, it made it special for you, that's, uh, that's more bakavadik than to pull it off a wreck. Parus bava bavkua. So what they did is they broke down the wall and they made the doorway a little wider. Beautiful. All right, here we go. Pasach Ravaba. So now Ravuna is being brought to his burial. And we're going to get into the Hespedim. And uh, uh, we're going to have a lot of different Hespedim on today's daf. 
teaching us how Hespedim, how to give a Hesped, how Hespedim were given, what was said by various Chachamim. Here we go. Pasle Rav Abba. Rav Abba opened up by saying, Ravuna was worthy for having the Shekhinah rest on him. But him living in Galus caused him to not have Shekhinah. If he would have been living in Eretz Yisrael, ah, Shekhinah would have been with him at all times. This was the words of Hashem. In the land of Kastim. So Rav Nachman Bar Rav Nachman Bar Rav Chista or Rav Chanan Bar Rav Chista is asking. You see that the land of first of all the land of Kastim was outside Eretz Yisrael. So you see the word of Hashem could come even outside Eretz Yisrael. So the assumption right now is the Shechina could come outside Eretz Yisrael. So we have a kasha on the Hesped. Why is he giving Hesped Rehuda? Oh no, eulogy because he's above. Oh, Shechina could be there anyway. And for the Gemara, Tavachle Avua Bisandle, his father. Um, gave a little kick under the table. Yeah, I mean like, you know, a little kick under the table, be like, hey, by the way, didn't I tell you, you know, uh, not to, you know, not to uh, make other people torrid, you know, to drive them crazy. My Hoya, what does it mean that Hoya Devar Hashem, what does that mean? Shekvar Hoya. It means it had already been given to Yechesko when he was in Eretzrael, before he went to the land of Kastim, Amelia, you have no question, and we're still sticking with the statement that the Shekhinah does not reside outside Eretz Yisrael. Beautiful. All right. Ki They now brought Ravuna to Eretz Yisrael. Okay, so he, remember we had a conversation a couple days ago about a person living outside Eretz Yisrael, being buried inside Eretz Yisrael. Ravuna lived outside of Israel, and they brought his mita. He wanted to be buried in Israel. Amrulei the Rabbami of the Rasi, they said to Rabbami and Rabbasi, Ravun Asi, Ravun is coming. Amru ki avinan hasam, oh, when we were, when we were in Babel, lay havalei ladliye reishimine, we couldn't even pick up our heads because Ravun was such a tamil chacham. In other words, when Ravun was there, nobody spoke. Nobody spoke. He was, he was the Magid Shir. Hashtasin hachi, he's coming to Israel. Asa basrin, He's coming to us. Psh, I don't understand. Usually a Talmud goes to Rebbe. Here the Rebbe's going to the Talmud, right? Here the, the teacher's following the student. Amar Lehu, so they said, no, 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 no. Arayna Ravun is not alive. Arayn, his coffin is here. He passed away. Ravami, Ravasi, Nofik. So Ravami, Ravafi, Ravami and Ravasi went out. To, to go meet Ravuna's Aron on his way into Eretz Yisrael. Ravila Nochina did not. Ikeda Amri, Ravila Nofik, Ravchenina Loinofik. Okay, now the Gemara says, why, why do you got to tell me who went out, who didn't? The Nofik, my time, eh, the ones who went to greet the Aron, why? What's the reason? The Tagal went to the Brisa, Aron Ha'ever Mimakim Lamakim. When you have a Aron, a coffin, that is being transported from place to place on the way to Kvura, on the way to burial. We stand in a row. And we say, and, and they say, and anybody who was in an area where Rafuna's Arain was passing through to get to, his, uh, to get to his Kvura, his final resting place, was obligated to go out and stand on the side of the street and offer these words. Says the Gemara, okay, 
But we also said there are those who did not go out, right? my What's the logic behind the ones who didn't go out? Says the Gemara, the time we learned the Brisa, or never makim lamakaim ain oim din alav b'shura. There's another Brisa which says ain oim din alav b'shura. Ain oim 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 b'shura. Ain means that the, the form, the body form of the person is still recent enough, that's when you go out. Okay, after a body, after a person passes away, the body begins to decompose. And later on, like for example, this is something that is very, um, currently going on right now, it's very common. A lot of bodies, a lot of mason are being exhumed from American cemeteries right now. And being brought to Eretz Yisrael. Okay, why? Because during COVID, when Eretz Yisrael shut down, people were buried. I know particularly my brother's cemetery in, in Lakewood had a, a number of situations like this. And they actually, uh, they, they did the kvura in places um, like within the cemetery that weren't meant to be grave sites anyway. They marked it off. And then when Eretz Yisrael opens for the mason to allow them in, the family takes the body, but it's ready. When did COVID start? Two years ago, right? So when you still have the the form of the body going there, that's when you go out to show the COVID. But if you if it no longer has the form, you're just exhuming, um, you know, some bones and things like that, and you can't really make out the whole entire body. So then there's no chiyuv to go stand in Ashura as the body is being transported. Says the Gemara, Why didn't these people go out to greet Ravuna? Ravuna was recently, had recently passed away. His body was in full form. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you why they didn't go out. Simple answer. You ready? They didn't hear about it. Yeah? In other words, they didn't hear the details. So they thought, all right, maybe Ravuna passed away five years ago and his body's being brought to Eretz Yisrael. They don't have to assume that his body's still fresh. You know, yeah, you hear stories about Sadiqim. Their bodies remain fresh, but you're allowed to rely on Derech HaTeva. They, they just assumed that uh, it wasn't a situation that they were mechuyif to go out to Ravuna for. Okay. Amri, so they said, at the time of burial, where should we bury Ravuna in Eretz Yisrael? We've got to give him a proper covenant mace. Ravuna, Rebbe Taira Bi Yisrael, Ravuna was the, the greatest teacher of Taira in Eretz Yisrael. Not the greatest, but he was one of the, gra- one of the greatest. And therefore they said, let's bury Ravuna next to Rebchia. Oh, he's the great, Ravuna was the greatest Rebbe in Babel. Ravchia is the greatest Rebbe in Israel. The best place to bury Ravuna is next to Rebchia. Now, man ma'ayole. All right, so now the shaila is, um, who is chashuv enough to go into Ravchia's tomb to bring Ravuna in? It's like going to the Mars Machpeli, hear all these stories. People are <laughs> creepy. They go down there, yeah, they don't come out alive. Yeah. <clears throat> Who's going to go in? Omar Lu Rav Chaga. So Rav Chaga says, I know my eye on the lay. I'm going to go in. Do Kamte Litamudak Yavibay Bar Tamne Sarishnin. Listen to what he says. I want, to, I want to preface this statement with something that Rav Meisha Feinstein writes about himself. Rav Meisha Feinstein was, we'll call it, accused by another Talmud Chacham of a psaq that he gave about artificial insemination. 
And he said that the Rav Meishas Psak is not coming from Torah, it's coming from scientific magazines and biology and whatever. And therefore, it's not, his Psak is not Kulay Torah. So Rav Meishas in his tshuva writes about himself, he, he, he writes about himself, he's never looked at a non-Jewish newspaper, magazine, he, he basically says, I'm Kaddish Mirechem. I'm holy from the womb, don't you dare accuse me of that. Rav Meishas being arrogant, no. He's making a statement that if I give up sack, I must inform you what you're dealing with. I'm letting you know. This is what Rav Chaga is going to do. He's not showing off. Rav Chaga is explaining a reality. Listen to what he says. He says, I could go in there. You know why? Again, I'm going to read this again. To ukamte litamudoi because I've established my learning, I was established in my learning when I was 18 years old. I already knew my beans. And I, I have never had a, I've never seen carry. I've never had a seminal emission. And I used to be the shamish of Rebchia, the Yadei Be'uvadei. And I know how he works. I know his avdus. I know how he served Hashem. I know how he functioned. The Yumachad, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick incident. One day, is Hapichale Ritzua de Tfilin. His Tfilin uh, straps turned over. It turned over from the black side to the brown side, and he, he fasted for 40 days because his, his, his Tfilin straps uh, turned over, and, and he realized that what he did, that it was. Bishaygeg, unintentionally incorrect. I'm just letting you know, if anybody's going to do it, it's got to be me. Okay. Ailuay. So he brings Ravuna into Ravchia. Listen to this story. Blow your mind. Have a gun Yehuda mimini Ravchia, the older son, uh, Ravchia had an older son named Yehuda, who was buried on the right side of Ravchia. The Chizkia and Ravchia's son Chizkia Mismole was buried on Ravchia's left. So Ravchia's there, he's got his oldest son on his right, his younger son on his left, and they want to bury Ravuna there too. So Ravchaga walks in. Omar <clears throat> le Yehuda le Chizkia. Yehuda, in the tomb, starts speaking to his younger brother Chizkia. And he says, Kumi duchtech, get up. The Labai Rechara, the Kam Ravuna. Ravuna's here. He's waiting, he's, he, he needs a place. Bahadei the Kam. Chizkia gets up, and a pillar of fire got up with him to show his, his, uh, the kayak the over here. Okay? Find the place, I'm sorry. Chazi Ravchaga, and as soon as Ravchaga saw this fire, uh, Ivis, he was afraid. Zakve Laraitis, so he like, hid behind Ravuna's coffin to protect himself. Vinofak also, and he, and he ran out. And the reason why he ultimately wasn't surely punished, why did he get hurt by the fire? You know, for, for uh, doing what he did. Because the Aaron of Ravuna protected him, which, which uh, the Mepharshim explained means it was the Tzchusim of Ravuna that nobody should get hurt through Ravuna's need of, of being buried. Okay, and then... Fine, so that's the story. That story, and Rafi ultimately was buried. He took Chizkiah's spot, and Chizkiah moved over. There's enough space for everybody. When there's room in the heart, there's room in the tomb. Okay. When Rafi was nifter. 
They want to put a Sefer Torah on top of his Aaron. He didn't agree with this, as we said earlier. You're not allowed to lay on the same bed as Sefer Torah. Don't do a Torah. So, um, they, they they thought to lay the that once they tear kriya on their rebbe, they're not allowed to fix it up, the, to sew it up. Omar lehu Rabbi Yisroel Barami Rabbi Yisroel says chacham kivon shechziru pnei macharimita shaylun. He says when you have a chacham, if if he's not your rebbe muvuk, but a big a big tzaddik, a big talmud chacham, then even those who tore kriya at the time, once you leave the mita, you can go sew it back up. It's permitted. Okay. Here we go. We're going to have a lot of hespedim now. In the Gemara is going to go through various hespedim that Chachamim gave for each other. They went to Eretz Yisrael. They wanted to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. Top of Chof Heom and Beis. Kimotu Agishra. When they came to a bridge. Kamu Gamlei. The camels at the bridge would have moved. Now, what are these camels doing there? They were, they were carrying the Arab. Okay. So there was an Arab who said, My high, what's going on? Um, the Chachamim are uh, honoring each other. Maramar, one saying, Marne Obresha. The other one should go first. Maramar, Marne Obresha. So each camel was carrying an off, uh, uh, a coffin. They come to a bridge. Now one has to go in front of the other. And the chum in their coffins are arguing between each other. Who should go first? Yeah? They always want the other one to go first. That's, that's how the, right? anybody who's a bentire knows. You, you give way to the other person. You yield. You give the other person cover. Omar. See, this, uh, this Arab says, this Taya says, I would say logically... Rabbi Barahuna should go first. He's given a psak. Yeah. And therefore, Rabbi Barahuna's gomol went first. Nasur kove vishine dahutaya, and the teeth of this Arab fell out. Okay. So even though he may have given a, a uh, correct psak because they followed him, but the bottom line is that he, his logic for Rabbah Bar Huna to go first was because he was saying uh, Rabbah's the son of Huna and um, Ravuna was the greatest of the great. So since his father was greater, he should go first. But at the same time, um, the, the uh, other mace, Chia, was Ravam Nuna. So he was saying Ravuna is greater than Ravam Nuna for kind of disrespecting in a backhanded way Ravam Nuna. He was punished by his teeth falling out. I think it's, I find this to be mamish, incredible. You have a whole group of B'nai Taira, B'nai Yeshiva, going to bury these big tzaddikim, and you have some Arab guy giving the psak. Some Arab guy coming out, and their banish makes it, that how do you know what to do from some outside, from some outside place? I think it's a very deep thing. I think it's very, uh, I think there's a lot to... Uh, a lot to pull out of that. All right. There was a hespid given by a young Tamil Chacham. Yonuk literally means a, uh, like, um, to, to nurse from your mother. So Yonuka is an expression of a younger person. 
A student of the elderly has come up from Bavel, the Imai Sefer Melchamais, and with him he has the Sefer Melchamais, the book of battles. He has Kas and Kippur together. Okay? Now these are talking about two different rare birds that he's combining. This is, he's being very poetic over here. Lirais Bishaid Vishever to see both Shaid and Shever, which is um, like the aftermath of battle, Habami Shinar, that has come from Shinar. Okay? Meaning, all these people are coming here to see, and, and they're going to see the aftermath of the destruction that is coming from Bavel. What's the destruction? That, um, that Rav Hamluna passed away. In Bavel, we'll bring him to Israel. Everybody's going to come out and see see what our loss is. Kotzav al Oilamoi. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is upset, is angry at his world. The Chamas mimenu nefashos, and when Hakadosh Baruch Hu is upset at the world, Hakadosh Baruch Hu takes away nefashos. Helig souls. The Samach bahem kichalachadosha, but he himself is happy like a new bride. Is thrilled when a clean Erlich Tzadik comes to him. What a direct and poignant message for what death is. Death, we are not sad for the person. The person is being greeted by the Rabbani Shalom in Gan Eden. It's not sad for the person. It's sad, well, I'm not just saying It's sad that they can no longer do mitzvahs, develop, earn a chagdalam haba. But the, the tzaddik's in a good place. They're gans fine. We have to realize, says this hahu yanuka, this young Dhamma the pain is for us. Don't be sad for the one who passed away. The pain is for those of us left behind. He's being greeted by the rabbinic shaila like a chasin greets a kala. There was a professional eulogizer who gave a hespit. And he says, Tomorrow he knew Raisha palm trees, he knew wave rice your head, Al Tzadik Tomar, on a tzadik like a tomar, like a date palm. Nashim Lelois Kayamim, Nasim, he places Lelois nights, Kayamim like days, Al Mesim Lelois Kayamim over somebody who makes his nights like his days. Meaning, the uh, importance of uh, stating that Ravuna Mamish was learning Torah, Yaman Valila was learning Torah day and night. Ravashi le Bar Ravashi says to Bar Who Yaman my Amrit on that? When I pass away, tell me what your eulogy is going to be on that day. What are you going to say about me? Amarle, he says to him, I mean, I'm going to say, in Barazim Nafoshalabes, if a fire comes to a cedar tree, my Yasuei here, what are all the little trees going to do? was lifted up from a fish. Mayasu the gay rockok. What's a small? Uh, what's a small uh, fish going to do? Uh, when you have a fast benachal shaitev in a fast stream, nafla chaka a chaka falls in um, something that's uh, like a dried twig. Mayasu begavim. What are all the the ponds and lakes going to do? Amrle Barovin, Barovin says, Chas v'sholim, Dechaka v'shalheves, B'tzadike amina, 
that I should ever talk about a fish hook or a flame when it comes to tzidkus, when it comes to righteousness. He says, that, he, he says, what are you going to say about me? This guy gives the examples, his poetic examples, and he says, don't you ever do that. Don't talk about fish, don't talk about hooks, don't talk about fire. Yeah, because those all hint to things that are negative. So he says, okay, so umay amrit. Yeah, um, so uh, what, should I, uh, you know, what would you say? At the uh, at the hesped. he says, Amina, I would say, cry for the avelim aveda, and not for that which is actually lost. Cry for those who lost the person, because they're the ones who are sad. But not for the lost person, even more direct than the previous one, right? You hit us. What are you going to say? It's sad for us. It's not sad for him. How's that giving comfort? Because we're saying to the mourners, we are confident that person's in Gan Eden. Don't worry about it. Person's Ravashi felt bad because of the hesped that's going to be given for him. And, and his feet switched around. Okay, what does it mean his feet switched around? So it means that he got pains in his feet. It became difficult for him to walk. When he died, they did not come to give him hespedim. And that's what Ravashi said. Bar kipu, uh, uh, neither uh, bar bar kipuk could do chalitza v'lay bar oven chalitz, nor could bar uh, nor could bar oven do chalitza either. Okay. Um, Sir, now uh, what does he have to do? Because what does he do chalitza? Because his feet were messed up. So this is this is an expression. Chalitza, you got to take the shoe off the foot. Sir. Rava Kiavi the Diglas. When Rava came to the Diglas, the Tigris River, Amalele Baravin, he said to Baravin, Come, Mamilsa, come say something. Um, what do you mean, come say something? So he says, You know, I, I need some sort of zechus uh, over here to help me cross over, to get in. So Koiv Omar, he got up and he said, uh, the, a third of the water of the world has come. Zechar v'rachim. Come, remember, have mercy. Ta'inu me'achareha ki'isha mi'bayla. We have turned away from you like a, uh, a, a woman is, turns away from her husband when she's not faithful to him. Al-taznichu ka'ayz be'mara. But please do not leave us behind as a sign of bitter waters. Okay? Sometimes as Kal Yisrael, we're stuck in Golos, and uh, therefore he wanted to make sure that the waters will allow uh, the, a crossing of the, of the river, period. All right. Now the Gemara says, let's just read through the Simen. These are all names of different eulogies that, we're, that are, we're, we're about to go through. All right. Rav Chanin, that's the first number. That's the first name, Chanin. Rav Chanin, was a son-in-law of the Nasi. He didn't have any children. And they had a child. And then Rav Chanan passed away on the same day that his son was that his uh, child was born. You hit us davening for children. He passed away the, the day his child was born. So the Saftan, the one who gave his them said, Joy has been turned to uh, to um, pain, um, extre- uh, even a more extreme type of joy 
the Yagain and dancing at Baku are connected at a time of Simcha, we're also kvetching. At the time of Chanina, at the time of a child, that's the time that Chanina himself was lost. And they named Chanon after his father at his bris, uh, seven days, eight days later. Right? So they, they named him after his father. Okay. When Rechon was Nifter Pasach Aleir of Yisak, when Allah's Yisak, when Allah's opened up, he said, Kosha Yom Li Yisrael, Ki Yom Bay Hashemesh B'Tzarayim. Tachsev, Ahaya Bay Yomahu, Bevesi Hashemesh B'Tzarayim, V'yomar Rabbi Yechonon, Zayayim HaYishel, Yashiyahu. This is the day of Yashiyahu, Kinoch Nafshei, the Rabbi Yechonon, Yosef, Rav Ami Shavu, Shleishim. Rav Ami counted seven days and Shleishim. Am Rav Abba, Breder of Chiyobar Abba, Rav Ami Do'avad, the Garmehu Do'avad. When Ravami did this, it was his own opinion, but really that's not what you're supposed to do when your Rebbe passes away. You don't have Shivan Shleisham. Even if it's your Rebbe Muvuk, it's your permanent Rebbe, teaches you all your Torah, you follow his life. Eh? There's only one day of mourning, there's no such thing as Shiva and Shleisham. The one who gave a spade them said about him, Eretz Shinar Haravi, all the land of Shinar, gave birth. Um, conceived and gave birth, Eretz Vigidla Shashua, but Eretz Yisrael raised her, Aina La, woe to her, Umra Rekes says, Rekes, which we learned earlier, right, is what's Rekes? Is that Tiberia? Gvar Gitten? Ki Avda Kli Chemda, so because her Kli Chemda, her beloved vessel, is lost. Ki Nachnafshid Rebbe Avot, when Rebbe Avot was Nifter, Achisu Amudu de Kisara Maya, the pillars of Kisaria, yeah, anybody's bit to Kisaria, you see the remaining pillars that the Romans put up, they, they were mamish like crying water. Okay? The Rabbi Yaisi, when Rabbi Yaisi was passed away, Shafu Marzava, the Tzipurei Dama, there was blood that came out of the um, uh, reservoirs of Tzipurei. The Rabbi Yaakov, when Rabbi Yaakov was Nifter, they were able to see stars during the day. That's how, that's how much um, Rashid says Teva changed. Nature changed by the loss of this tzaddik. Ravasi, Ravasi was nifter, Iyakru kolilona. The trees came out of their roots. Trees came out of their roots. Meaning, like, he was the root of the world. Everything was, he, he's what rooted Kalal Yisrael. Ravchia, was nifter, Nisichu kefi denura mirakia. There were stones of fire that came down from the rakia, that came down from the heavens. Rav Menachem bar Yaisi, Simoi, when Rav Menachem bar Simoi, was Nifter, Ishtau Tzalmenone, the, um, the Avedizaras, were um, the engravings, were removed, and they became like regular stones. You hear So anything that had an image was lost. Any image was lost. This was his, his, his Kayach was, he did not ever look, he did not ever acknowledge these things. And as soon as he was nifter, all these things that all the Avaidazar, all the, the, the desires, everything just lost itself. Like it was nothing. There was a simon from Shemayim that he just, he pushed it, uh, you know, it, it didn't exist to him. As the saying goes, some people run to Kavod, some people run away from Kavod, and then there are people who don't even know what Kavod is in the first place. It didn't exist then. You know, covered it. The Rav was nifter. Iskatsu call in Dartaya, all of the statues um, were uh, fell over. 
Okay? All the statues fell over um, to show also his tzidkus. There's, no, there's nothing else that we are machshiv. There's nothing else that we respect. The Rabbi Eliyashiv, when Rabbi Eliyashiv was nifter, Ischaru Shivan Macharta Ben Arda, there was a tremendous rise in crime in Arda. Okay? That's what it literally means. Um, now, Rashi is letting us know, Rashi kicks in over here and says, it's just letting us know that, that, when, that Rabbi Yashiv's life and existence is what protected the city. So when he was lost, the, um, you know, the, uh, the crime rate went up. People stopped acting as, as, uh, as good as they used to. The Rav Amnuno, Rav Amnuno was lifted in the Chisu, copied the Bardom, Erekia, hail came down from the Erekia, the Rav Amnuno, the Rav Amnuno, the Rav Amnuno, the Rav Amnuno, the Pros Adadi, the Kipe, the covers, like a Kipa, the, the, the domes of, of Pros touched each other. Originally, apparently, they were separate. They wanted to let us know that, you know, uh, the, the world lost its foundation. Then the the uh, domes of the Tigris touched each other. Same message. The palm trees grew thorns. Okay, which let us know that while he was in the world, all the goodness and and bracha that came to the world was in his chus. Now that he's now that he's gone, even the date palms changed their nature, and all of a sudden they're not growing good anymore. He's the one who kept goodness in the world. We'll hold it here for today. Bezrem, we'll pick up from Tanur Rabbanon, a new b'risa, Daf Chavov Amar Aleph. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, everybody. Zayi Gebenched.